0: it's a werewolf and chick with big tits. And I'm like, eh, maybe it's good.
1: Drinking beer and not showering and mustashing it up. And, ah, it's so great. You should be disgusted with yourself. Movie Freaks. I got a cupcake here, man. Oh. oh. <laughs> this episode of the Movie Freaks podcast
0: is brought to you by Hostess. Movie Freaks.
1: Yeah, let's floor loads at the same time. One, two, three, and... I need a sandwich and a nap after that. Movie Freaks. I think these clothes are good for another couple days. I'm like, mm, no, sir, no, they're not. This is no, 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 bueno. Uh, Bezelbub, you see? <laughs> Billy saw some shit. You're spanking twenty year olds, facts and stuff. Oh, your dick's gonna look like a cheese pizza with everything on it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get a little asterisk next to my prick status. What well, I wish I could do, but I know that you're gonna be a,
1: a prick about it. <laughs> 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 oh, this is awkward. Oh. Hey Joni. Okay, bye. Ah <laughs> uh, Here I was gonna start the show by talking about how I feel like a dog, like in the yard that's like taking the back paw and whoosh, Scraping and then running and frolicking through the yard. That's how <laughs> I feel right now. Because good sit down. Eh? These pipes are. Cl- these. Yeah, these pipes are clean. <laughs> and uh, and then Joni interrupted my joke.
0: <laughs> I still wish you would have done it and then just gone with the awkwardness. Like, yes, honey, we talk about poop.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we do.
0: <sighs> it's one of the least egregious things we talk about on this show. I think.
1: <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's actually kind of a pleasant subject sometimes.
0: Sorry, my thing was still streaming. Um, That might be why I'm getting a little bit of buffering.
1: Only when I talk to you. Yeah. Nobody else. Of course. Yep. Yeah. And once, I mean, she's going to, well, actually, yeah, she, I guess we can talk about the upcoming adult Halloween party here this coming weekend. And I, you know, I bought my costume and she is here in the next mm, half hour, 45 minutes. She's heading down to Holmes County to, Meet with her mom, and they're gonna to go to an Amish thrift store, and she's gonna buy an Amish, an Amish dress. So she's gonna go as an Amish lady. That fits right um, with your costume. Which, and I'm like, you know what? What I wish she would do is, I wish she would put on like leper, like leper oh. sores or whatever on her face, so that I'm, I'm the plague doctor, and she's the old. And you could know, break up a fake thing on old, her
0: arm with some fake blood, so like you're bleeding her out, because that's how they healed people back then.
1: She oh, just walk around dripping cool? blood. Oh, that would be no, awesome, that's, but that's, she yeah, does nothing not, scary. Oh. It's it's when the when we hit record, it's just the wheels fall off. Someone from Venice, Florida, calling you. Translation: It's a fake call. Yeah, I nothing. Get those all the time, yep, so. ten a day sometimes. Yep. So that's going to go. Do you do you block those like as soon as they call? Do you no?
0: Because they've started doing this other thing where they make their
1: fake numbers appear like other local numbers. Well, it's nine four one. My number is nine four one. That's why it's a fake number. But
0: yeah, but I, I get them from Florida. I get them from Colorado, and I get them from my hometown with local, uh <sighs> with local three three O's and stuff. So if if and if you don't answer them, and then you call that number back, you'll get some random dude that just lives down the road, and he'll be like, "No, I didn't call you," you know, because they have some way of tricking it up so the number comes up as something you might think is actually somebody you know. So I can't, I don't block them because what if it's somebody I need to know later? Uh, So my policy is if I keep everybody's number in my phone, everybody, if I bump into somebody in my work realm that at some point I need their phone number, it doesn't matter. Your name and who you are goes in there. And if a number comes up and it doesn't have a name attached to it, sorry, you're leaving a voicemail and I'll call you back. I'm, I don't answer any number that doesn't come up with a contact. So, do, when they call, do you
1: just not answer? Do you just let them go?
0: No, I, never... I hit end. I straight to voicemail.
1: I wonder what they're trying to sell, because it's always selling garbage or whatever. It's scam stuff.
0: It's people... It's saying that we're from the IRS. I listen to this. Sometimes it goes to voicemail, and the recording plays, and it says, we're from the IRS, and we've tried to contact you, and you owe us so much money, and this is your final chance, and, and then once you get through all the hoops... They want you to go to Walmart and buy gift cards and read them the numbers off the gift cards. Like, and you think no one is that dumb? Yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. Every single day. Otherwise, they would not do this. Yep, Trump is the president. Yes, they are. (laughs) Oh, can we get him in a scam like that? That'd be.
1: (laughs) Oh, I wish. Scam to get him deported off planet Earth, my
0: Nigerian prince friend. You have no
1: idea. (laughs) Oh, huh, you do a pretty good imitation. Actually, you sound way, 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 way smarter. <laughs> Bigly.
0: Um, okay, bitch sesh. We're already getting on in time. Any, anything yep. else for you? Just fake numbers? Oh,
1: Um. let's see. Uh, let's go through the checklist. Uh, balding, uh, heartburn, uh, receding hairline, check. Uh, well, falling asleep see. at 10 o'clock at night, which oh, it pisses me off. Um, like, like like the kids are finally done at nine, and then I've now I've now I'm down to an hour. Like I can never finish a movie anymore. Oh, uh, what else is what else sucks around here? Um, oh well, pff, you just just looking out the shitter in my yard. The just life in general right around me is fairly re- reprehensible. <laughs> No. Oh, and also, my last for a bitch such is, um, I feel like an idiot for calling hereditary heredity. <laughs> oh, oh and I, I mean, I listened back to our, our our episode, and it's every time I said it, I just, a part of my soul just died every time I heard me saying heredity. I'm like, oh. I try, oh, I try to help,
0: try. but then you always make it funny, and then I feel obligated to leave it in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Heredity. Heredity. It's all right. <sighs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, so there's my, I mean, trying to think if there's anything else. Um, mass tomorrow. I'm actually kind of looking forward to mass, going to mass again. Tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. How was it the first yep, time? So good. It was, I mean, I, uh, as with most of my life, I was awkward, but I didn't know the. Yeah, the, the back and forth. To, yeah, but it was
0: very, very interesting. And I haven't been to mass, but I've been to a Catholic wedding and they do, a, you know, the there's a similar procedure there where, you know. And with you or something, I don't know.
1: Yes, and then you have to say yes. Yeah. Um, hey, it keeps you get, awake
0: and involved.
1: Uh, I, I like that. I actually like that. That it's like actually this past Sunday we were at church. I was, well, I was texting you during it and just just pissed, just <laughs> just pissed. And then bored, and then I then we quit texting. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was not a good Sunday. I mean, oh, it was not a good Sunday. There were tense words spoken on the way home um but that's one thing i will say about the, going to mass is that they keep you involved like it it might be like kind of boring but every other you know every couple minutes it's huh what are we doing i need to pay attention because we need to yeah I, oh we're getting down on our knees and yep. praying you know, oh now we're do, doing something or other yep communion so is it or is yeah. saturday evening or- well that uh saturday saturday at four is the one mass at uh at our boys mm-hmm. school slash church. And then Sunday there's like eight 30, 11 and five 30. And I guess the five 30 in the afternoon one is like for more geared for teens. So I have no idea what that's like. And then the Wednesday morning mass is obviously geared for elementary school kids. So, so if you want to, to go, if you
0: go to the Saturday afternoon one, I mean, then are you out of Sunday
1: or Sunday free you? Oh, you mean for, for my own church? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, oh, you're, so you're doubling up. No, no, I mean, well, I think if I, if I, if it would be up to me, I would, I would start going to this church on Sunday at four o'clock and do the Hail Marys and just do that. And then, done done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's, uh, there was a big difference from Catholic church to uh, where we go. Yeah, There's a big difference and she's not going to be Catholic. And so, uh, anyway. I gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, you, you never know. I would love to, I mean, that would be. Ideal because usually on Saturday at four, I'm just dicking off on my computer and go sure get filled with yeah get it done go to yeah so we'll see I don't know I, I'm I the whole Catholic faith does interest me uh, just hearing some of the different stuff that they do and it's very similar to you know, I'm not big on evangelical there's and uh,
0: and they're really like the core belief structure there's not a ton of difference yeah it's no it's
1: pretty much the same yeah. I'm sure that most of our listeners are like, I can't believe you guys are talking about church and you're actually like, yeah, like, yes, you, are, you
0: fucking idiots go to church. Tri- yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. That's, that's our outside real lives. <laughs>
0: Just because we bash movies doesn't mean we don't have souls. Yes, yeah, exactly. Probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but it was cool. Like walking into mass. We, like we got to the-
0: hurry up. We got to hurry up. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're already getting carried away. because oh, yeah. It's going to okay, be a well, stupid anyway. big show. Uh, it is. I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but uh, no, that's fine. I, I get you. Um, what was I gonna bitch about, real quick? Oh, date night. Oh. Yes, yes. Please <laughs> indulge. So, uh, Dad, my mom was taking the kids overnight, and so we'd have a date night. I was like, yay! Which let, we're let's go to Canton. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but then she wanted to take a nap, and I'm like, ah, okay. Now this is. It's gonna be a thing because now we're not gonna be getting up there till six thirty, and at that point, you don't have a reservation. You're not. For... She mentioned the other day she was ready to get some like Italian. We haven't had Italian. We've ate at the same place for like practically two years. I mean, every once in a while there's another place sprinkled in there, but we really like this other place and it's a buffet, so there's no waiting. You just go in and slop the mm. hog. And, and it is good. It, it is, and it's super cheap. So you know, yeah. Every time that we go, spend. Twice as much and are dissatisfied with a meal somewhere else. We're like, eh, back over there for the next months and months. Yeah, but I was like, I do not want to go to that place. I'm you. You want to mention Italian? Now I'm in the mood for Italian. Let's go get some Italian. And so our first shot was going to be Olive Garden just because of breadsticks. And mm-hmm. we haven't been there in a while. And what the hell? Oh, I knew. I knew as soon as we left, was like, that ain't going to be happening because, yeah, we got there at 6:30 and 45 no. minute 45 minute wait. I was like, no, it's not. Goodbye. And yeah. out the door, we went, she said, you know what? Let's go try Bravo. Like it's going to be, it's going to be the same story, but okay. And we drove over there. Guess what? It's homecoming night. Oh yes. Yes. You're right. It was. And I, now before I get into that, a couple of years ago, we a couple years ago, it might've been five years ago was the last time we were at Bravo because I made a reservation for a Valentine's night a month in advance. We show up, and they go, yeah, we're full. And I go, yeah, I have a reservation. They're like, okay, but we're full. I'm like, don't give a fuck. I got a reservation. We waited for almost two hours before they fucking sat us. So apparently they just kept seating people. Even if you have a reservation, eh, go fuck yourself. And I was so pissed off through the entire thing, obviously. Yeah. We haven't been back. So I go up there, and we walk into Bravo, and it's actually for 6.30 there's empty tables around and not too many people in the lobby. So I'm like, Hey, can we get a table? And they go, "Mm, it's going to be about 45 minutes. And I, now I'm pissed. So I, I I look around and I'm like, really? Cause, uh, yep. Bunch of empty tables. And they go, yeah, we have reservations. Oh,
1: (laughs) you have the worst luck with food lately, dude.
0: I wanted to flip that. Frickin' pedestal that they stand behind. I wanted to. Oh, I was so pissed. I turned around and stormed out of there. And as I stormed out, uh the door was still open and somebody was holding it. And I said, "Nope." I turned around and I sh- looked in there at the person and I shouted, "You didn't hold my fucking reservation when I made one." And off <laughs> we went, <laughs> perfect. I was. Oh, li- so, two. Uh, so guess where we ate? Katana. Same old, same old, and it was uh, fine. But it's just like. Ah, I wanted something different, and I said, you know what? I'm so pissed off that now, I don't care, we are going to go see the Joker. When We always get full, and then we are tired, and we're like, fuck it, let's just go home and rent something on Voodoo. No, you know what? Bullshit. I didn't get to eat Italian tonight, we're watching the fucking Joker. So we're sitting down, we're eating, it's 7 o'clock, I get out my phone, there's an 8 o'clock at Great Escape, there's an 8 o'clock at Tinseltown. Perfect. You know what? She says, why don't you just go ahead and get tickets now? All right. And this is what? Second week of Joker? Mm-hmm. I go to buy tickets. Every main seat sold out. Only thing left is front two rows. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go to the other theater. I would rather go to the one closer to home, but screw it. We'll just... I'm doing this. Every main seat sold out except for the front two rows. Other than, you know, like three scattered around.
1: Yeah. You can't sit together. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Nope. Fuck it. Angry drive home. Let's go home. <laughs> Watch
1: something on Voodoo, and that's what oh. we did. Oh, was it a quiet drive home, or was it... Because some, sometimes those could be... Yeah, I've been in those situations where it's just like, just everybody's pissed, you just do, just get home. Just get home. Just get yeah.
0: home and let me get a drink in me, and... Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know, maybe I'll get to see Joker sometime. I... Ugh. Oh. I mean, at this point, it
1: might be up to Worcester. I guess, right? I mean, you don't come get up to Canton that much. I don't know, dude. I don't. I
0: I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about movies. You ready for the roulette? <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo. laughs>
1: oh, oh, I'm Eugene.
0: I'm Eric. I asked you a question, but that's okay. <laughs> what, wait, what? Usually, I say. Yeah, oh for- yes, yes, yes. I'm.
1: I I am ready for the roulette. And I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette with well, we a guy re- trying to find those of the the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Might
0: as well just hum the Family Feud theme song. <laughs> <laughs> on oh. uh, this episode of the roulette, it is Postal up against In the Tall Grass, and I'm up first. Postal. In 1905, a drifter on a dangerous mission to rescue his kidnapped sister tangles with a sinister religious cult on an isolated island directed by Gareth Evans and starring the great Dan Stevens. Through the whole movie, I'm like, I know him. What do I know him from? Uh, The Guest. He's the main guy in The Guest. He was the main guy in The Guest. Mm -hmm. Badass. And I'm happy to report this is a damn good movie. I quite enjoyed it. It comes in at about 2 hour and 10. I think you could have found 10 minutes to trim out of there. And I would start with the, uh, the guy, I don't want to spoil anything. This movie, um, cause you, so I can get away with, I can get away with talking about this without spoiling it. Not the main bad guy who turns out to not maybe be a bad guy, but then the secondary bad guy who becomes the bad guy he was so bad and you wanted him to die so painfully and they kept dragging out him doing bad things that you wanted him to die for a little too long. I think we could have yeah. trimmed some of that up. It's like, I already hate this guy. I I'm getting so angry at him that I i am getting angry at the movie at this point. So
1: it's like a game of Thrones type of thing. I know. I remember that vividly. I'm like, yep, I'm right there with you. am like, come on enough.
0: Yep. Yep. Other than that, I quite enjoyed the way it went. The ending was interesting. I don't know if I quite understood everything, but it didn't matter. It was a cool movie. It was an easy watch. I Thumbs up, man. If you're a horror fan, check out Apostle and Gareth Evans killing it. Yeah. Looking forward to whatever he's got coming next. And it wasn't like overtly gory, but there was just enough that it was kind of just off-putting and like, ooh. There was, there was some, you know, even if we cut out some of that stuff and spent a little more time on the guy that wore the mask and fed the, like, oh, the that, what's that guy's story? I, I a <laughs> little more info on how he got that job.
1: <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I, it was very much, like, it felt cinematic. It didn't feel like a cheapy... No, that's for this, sure. Yeah. Felt pretty big budget. Okay. Over to you. And then on my end, In the Tall Grass, this is a film adaption of a Stephen King and Joe Hill story. Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Uh, uh, Vincenzo Natali directed it. He also directed Cube, which watching this, I'm like, ah, okay, I can kind of see the, where they were. Why they chose him as a director because of...
0: He knows how to direct a story where you're trapped in a space?
1: <laughs> yes. And that's essentially what this is. Uh Let's see here. After hearing a young boy's cry for help, a sister and brother venture into a vast field of tall grass in Kansas, but soon discover there may be no way out and that something evil lurks within. Um, Patrick Wilson is in this, and he is great in everything he does. I love Patrick Wilson great actor, he plays great good guys, and he's great at playing bad guys. Uh, Okay, having said that, the first half of this movie was really good, and one of those, like, what? Uh, Because it's, the description is accurate. Once you walk into these tall leaves or whatever, it, you're in some sort of a time loop, time doesn't make sense type of thing to where, uh, I I don't want to spoil the movie, but... A Bermuda Triangle of sorts? Yeah, you you might end up seeing uh, past versions or future versions of yourself, even. Hmm. Um, it, And in the center of this, there was a big rock. Um, here's my problem with the movie. It was good up until about the halfway point. Um, it's pretty ambitious, but it's ambitious to a fault to where it's like, oh, now you're not making any sense. Now it's just random. I i'm my i q is not quite on the level of whatever you're selling me here i'm not getting i'm not getting the time travel stuff and how to escape and what it all means and the rock and throw me a bone here let's let's explain a little bit and they i think they try to but it just from what i've been reading the short story is pretty c- cut and dry and here's here it's a short story but this it feels excessive and it got excessive to where I'm like, I'm, I'm getting tired of them running around the tall grass, <laughs> trying to escape the tall grass and then escaping the tall grass, yet somehow getting sucked back into tall grass. Uh, it's not really gory, but that's fine. It's not meant to be that gory. I and mean, there's a couple parts, I suppose. Uh, for a Halloween movie, it's good for one, but I, re- replay value is slim for me unless, Someone has a good explanation on what it actually means, and then I'm like, "Oh, that's what it all meant." Great, now I have to watch it again. Good, but as it is, uh, it's—I mean—a very, very meek and mild passing thumbs up. I was acting. not too excited by the trailer. I,
0: I because of the runtime—isn't it like 140? Yeah, and it feels it. And I mean, I'm like, come on. That trailer was like, you should be about 70 minutes.
1: Yep. That's what it should have been. Easily. There's chunks of the movie that could have been like okay, we're seeing the same thing all over again. We're you're you're going to bump into the person all over again. You didn't have to have another scene. I mean, I'm sure they're doing it to just to keep that uncertainty going on for the viewer, but eh, we got that the first couple times. So, anyway, it it was okay for one, but one and done. Gotcha.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next round. That sounds
1: about what I expected.
0: Coming your way is Hollow's Grove. TV crew of ghost hunting pranksters set up scares in abandoned houses and claim they are caused by real specters. Prank turns horrifyingly real went no way. Ah, that's on Hoopla, I think. And soon the darkness on Canopy. Two young English women, June and Kathy, cycle through France on a holiday. Then Kathy disappears. Or does she? A sinister young man says he is a detective and there's a killer at large. Questions hang in the air of a late summer's day. Also on Canopy. Slice. In a spooky small town when a slew of pizza delivery boys are slain on the job. Two daring survivors. Uh, Zazzy Beats and Chance the Rapper in his film debut. Set out to catch the culprits behind the cryptic crime spree. There you go. It's a pack of roulettes. And that's soon in the darkness. That's an older film. I think that's a... It is. Yeah, 70s, 80s, something like that. I actually went to our uh, feed burner page. This is what I do when I'm trying to find horror for you. I go to our feed burner. I hit Control-F and I type in the title of the movie. Because in my foresight to put in the... Name of every movie that we review on this dumb show. Then I can go see if it's something you reviewed on the show. So, uh-huh. It didn't come up, so I'll at least throw it your way. <laughs> it's a start. And I have
1: not seen it. <laughs> I have not seen it. I did watch the remake, by the way. And at first, I'm like, oh, I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's a Carl Urban remake. I have never seen the original. Okay. So. Is it called the same thing? Yep. Called the same thing. All right. There you go. Um, okay. So, for you, this one here was on the roulette before I believe you threw it my way. This is on Canopy. They remain. Hour and 42 minutes. Two scientists who share a romantic history are tasked with investigating unnatural animal behavior at the site of a Manson family-style cult's compound. Good Lord, does that sound good. That just Everything about that sounds interesting to me. Uh, next up is My Soul to Keep. Um, there it is, 2019. Uh, Eli believes that there's a monster living in his basement and it's trying to steal his soul. Directed by, by, directed by Ajmal Zahir Ahmed. Uh, huh, so there's that. Um, you never know. I mean, that's, it actually, to me, the picture of it almost looks like a house of clocks or goosebumps type thing maybe but I don't I, I don't know I don't I know nothing about the movie but it was on hoopla so there you go lastly is the uh, uh, hold on here there it is oh I'm prepared I have uh, 14 IMDB tabs
0: up right now with all the movies I plan to talk about oh I've got <laughs> before that one <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it keeps our listeners in suspense and boredom <laughs> Uh, Jacob's Ladder. This is the smash hit from 2019. Hour and 29 minutes. Direct- <laughs> uh, after his brother returns home from war, Jacob Singer struggles to maintain his sanity. plagued by hallucinations and flashback- flashbacks, Singer rapidly falls apart as the world and people around him, whatever. Uh, David M. Rossenthal Roth- directed it, and he did a few other movies. Did- <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. I'll take They uh, Remain. Give me the culty stuff all day, please.
1: <laughs> okay, yep. And, uh, yeah, uh I mean, you had me at 1970s Euro horror and soon The Darkness for the win. I remember the Carl Urban one being okay, but I, I remember almost nothing of this. Like mean, the synopsis you gave, I'm like, ah, okay, that kind of sounds familiar. But I am positive that the uh, original will probably be better than whatever the remake was that I have almost no recollection of now.
0: Yeah, you must not have talked about it on the show. At least I couldn't find it. All right, there we go. Next episode, it will be They Remain, Up Against, and Soon, The Darkness. Okay, moving on to our top ten horror holiday movies. This is our top ten segment of this month. And this was kind of a bitch to find 10 that I wanted to put on this list. I gotta admit, I did a lot of searching around the internet. I'm sure that you had no problem, but I'm sure your list is, yeah, you know, I double up sometimes uh, stuff from the same series and I'm sure you're going to be breaking down everyone from. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, number 10 for me, (laughs) number 10 for me is Bless the Child. And I remember liking this movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but this was mostly my number 10 filler slot. I, I remember giving this movie a thumbs up, but it's been quite a while. It says on the internet that it's set at Easter. So, "Bless the Child is number 10. Okay.
1: Uh, number 10 for me is Krampus. This is the, the movie from 2015. I love this movie. The first time I watched it, I was a bit meh on it because of the PG-13 rating, but it is now a yearly, a yearly viewing easily for me. I... It's great. It is very Grumlin's esque to me. Have you you've seen it now, right? Oh, I own it on Blu-ray. I love that movie. Uh, it, obviously, and this this list was very difficult for me to to make, but uh, I had to get Krampus in there
0: because you have so many, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, I. I mean, I. Yeah, I'm I constantly shuffling things around too. Like, oh, I gotta squeeze this in there somewhere. Number nine for me is Krampus, and I've only
0: watched it once, but. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it because, the well, after your review and after the, some of the trailers and it's PG-13 and some of the other reviews from my friends online, I'm like, yeah, it sounds really neutered, but it actually was a pretty damn good movie. I blind bought it because I found the Blu-ray for like two bucks or something. And it's not going to be a yearly viewing for me, but it's a fun one that I could see sitting down and watching with Addy this year. Good stuff. Number nine.
1: Uh, number nine for me is Trick or Treat. And, oh, actually, that's... I just noticed this. Um, that is from the same director. It's crazy. And he's the guy that, yeah, he's the guy that directed uh, Michael uh, Doherty. He directed the recent Godzilla that was awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's, I guess, three for three in my book. I love Trick or Treat. Uh, this is a great example of anthology done right and a great runtime. Like, in fact, every time I watch that movie, which is almost every year, I'm like, ah, it's over too quick. There should have been like one more short story in there, but that's a good thing, leaving, leaving you wanting more. Never bored. It's got everything. It's very of the season. It's very Halloween-esque. Uh, it's got, it's got everything that makes a good horror movie good. Like it's got some nudity. It's got a lot of violence. It's actually creepy. Uh, I, I love trick or treat. You've obviously that's another one that you've seen too, mm-hmm. correct?
0: Number eight for me is New Year's Evil, and I, you weren't too keen on this one, were you? Uh, I, it was okay. I think you liked it more than I did. I just love the not-so-crazy nature of the the sla- it's a slasher movie kind of, but the guy is just shit nuts. And I know that may sound weird because everybody in a slasher, the killer is always nuts. But I mean, he's really, really unhinged, like bordering on Joker mania. He is just. Bouncing around all over the place and killing people, and I moved at a fast pace, and it was, I, I, I was very surprised by that movie. I need to check it out again, but, uh, as I've only watched it once, but I quite enjoyed it. Number eight.
1: Uh, number eight for me is, we're going on a fall break, Da-da-da, something and something. The Mutilator. What holiday is that set at?
0: Thanksgiving? Maybe? Uh-huh. Um, because huh. fall break <laughs> isn't a holiday. Well,
1: they're going on a fall break to enjoy Thanksgiving. Right?
0: Um, <laughs> let's
1: see here. Um. <laughs> I think it's set around, I think, maybe. Mm. We're going on Somewhere Steve is singing that along with me right now. Yeah,
0: sure he is, but that doesn't mean it was set at a holiday. Uh, I'm not seeing anything uh, about a holiday. <laughs> this was a holiday. It's not, fall break's not a holiday. <laughs>
1: um. Hmm. During autumn break. Yeah, but see, autumn break would be like, you're breaking because Thanksgiving is coming up. This is a hell of a reach, but now you know what? It's your category pick, knock yourself out. <laughs> um, well, how about this? You, okay, it's a double It's a double feature of Mutilator and uh, is it Blood Rage, I think. That's set at Thanksgiving. Or Bloody Rage, Blood Rage. Let me just see here. Going on a Blood Rage. Going on a Blood Rage. Yes. Blood, okay, Blood Rage. As Kids Todd is institution, institutionalized for a murder. While his twin goes free. Ten years later, on Thanksgiving, (laughs) haha, Todd escapes and a killer, a killing spree begins in his neighborhood. Um, that's the one that on the cover, you watched it and you did not like it. Uh, but on the cover, there's something about that the red, it's like, it's not raspberry jam or it's not raspberry sauce. Like, it's blood. I do not remember this movie at all. I'll let you borrow it and it, you were like, nope. Probably with good reason. Yep. But okay, so it's a double header of Blood Rage and um, and uh, Mutilator. So there you go. <laughs>
0: really squeaked that one in. Okay, num- oh, yeah, number number yeah. seven for me is Halloween, the original. And it's a good movie. I respect it for you know being the uh, one of the leaders of the slasher in America movies. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But. It's got kind of a plotting pace, and I know that slashers are supposed to, but at this day and age, it's... Let's go! Let's move it along. Uh, I still respect it, um, but, yeah,
1: number seven. Okay, number seven for me is The Wicker Man. Uh, It's great. Uh, It's one of the better horror movies that is genuinely unsettling in broad daylight, much like Midsummer. And this is set at uh oh, what's all? This is a holiday, like Mayday. Yeah, Mayday. See, there you go. So, uh the <laughs> ending is still a gut punch. I love it.
0: I like how I say Mayday, and you go, "Ha, yeah, Mayday." There you go. Like I was trying to argue with you. No, I, I know. I, I wasn't <laughs> defying you. It's, it's a holiday. It's good. <laughs> it's probably Easter-ish, right? I would guess that that's probably. uh no, I don't know when Easter is, but. May, it's May, it's in May <laughs> yeah,
1: but I'm guessing Pagan Gods or Pagan some... Holiday
0: yeah. alright, number six for me is Trick or Treat and I echo everything you said about it, this is one of the better anthologies out there moves at a great pace a couple of them are creepy as hell, got some good gore got a little bit of this, a little bit of that It's and I like the wraparound of all everybody's trick or treating, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a cool idea it's like uh, all these ships passing in the night of and horrible things are happening in all, happening in all of them. Uh, number six.
1: Okay. Number six for me is terrifier. Uh, this is, I would guess this is the newest movie on my list, but I, I gotta say, I love this movie. I've watched it three times now and it is set on Halloween night. Uh, and it's a great Halloween movie. It's, It's so incredibly gory and mean spirited uh, and genuinely creepy. That clown, actually, our buddy Steve said on social media, he's like, "Uh, Art the Clown is scarier than Pennywise. And you know what? I agree. I think he, especially It Part or It Chapter 2, I would say that Terrifier, Art the Clown, is just, he's so hardcore. And granted, I guess he's not a soul sucking alien, but he is a deranged serial killer that smears poop on. Pizza shop walls and cuts ladies in half, literally. Um, terrifier, not set at Halloween. Hmm. IMDb says a maniac clown terrorizes three young women on Halloween night. Oh, okay. Well, Wikipedia says uh, they're in Halloween costumes.
0: Monica the girls. Brown, a talk show host, interviews a severely disfigured woman who's the sole survivor of a massacre that took place the previous Halloween night. Huh. Oh, it means previous year's Halloween night. So on Halloween night, yeah. okay. Alright, you're right. Ah, that's an oversight on my part. I I forgot that was set at Halloween. That would that would have definitely made the list. Sorry, Bless the Child, you're gone for a killer clown.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna... I got a cupcake here in a minute. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh good God, that's delicious. This episode of the oh. Movie Freaks Podcast is brought to you by hostess. Oh man, caramel flavored and oh.
0: Are you sucking <laughs> the paper? What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, and they're like baby-sized ones, so. Mmm. Okay. Now back to our show. <laughs>
0: Number five for me is Black Christmas, the remake from 06. I still haven't seen the original, so don't give me a hard time about that. Sorry, I I just haven't got around to it. I don't have it anywhere. Uh, But the remake, the unrated version of the remake is awesome. It is nuts. We've talked about it many times on the show already.
1: I'm not going to waste everybody's time,
0: but good shit. Uh, Number five for you.
1: Uh, by the way, it is on, I believe, Canopy, and I almost threw it your way, but uh, I'm like, ah, that's so Christmassy. You should watch that over Christmas. But you can. That is available streaming. Okay, cool. Uh, number five for me is Halloween 2. This is the 1980 sequel to John Carpenter's Halloween, and I still stand by uh, my thoughts that Halloween 2 is the superior of the two. I know that I'm in, in the vast minority, but... Everything that the original John Carpenter Halloween did, this did, but I think even better. I thought it was still very scary and they really upped the gore and the nudity and I liked the Halloween set or the Halloween, I liked the hospital setting on Halloween night. I, just, I, here's another thing is I watched Halloween 2 years before I watched the original Halloween because I, Back in the VHS days, it was on late night one night, and I taped it off VHS, and I watched that thing over and over. I snuck watching that thing over and over and over, even in its severely edited form. But that's how I became a huge Halloween fan, is from Halloween 2. And then when I watched the actual R-rated version, I'm like, oh my lord, this is great and gory and awesome, and then even more years later than I watched the original Halloween, and I'm like, oh, this was really good, but boy, part two is better. So, anyway, there you go. Halloween 2. Number
0: four for me is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And I separated them on the list because they are not of the same universe, really. I mean, maybe technically, but Halloween 3 is definitely its own child out of the Halloween movies. No Michael Myers, Creepy Masks, Awesome Songs sweaty, fat 80s dudes just <laughs> drinking beer and banging chicks he has no business talking to. Mm-hmm. Is that a pretty good description? And
1: <laughs> Yipper! Yes, it is. <laughs> Halloween 3. <laughs> uh, okay, number four for me, Black Christmas, the remake. This is from 2006, and I think that this is aging so well. This movie got completely shit on back when it was released, and I don't know why. If you're a, a slasher fan, it... it checks all the boxes it's got good looking ladies that are to me at least genuinely likable a creepy killer tons of gore a great setting um and it's very much a, a remake of the original black christmas they didn't deviate too far from like you know who the killer is in this one versus the original you you don't but the setting is the same like i I'm not getting a good vibe from this new Black Christmas trailer that I'm seeing that's coming out. I mean, the
0: three-minute trailer that gave you the entire movie. Yeah, I'm like,
1: that's the whole movie. I'm like that, and that's that's feeling like Silent Night to where yep. it's in name only, and I hate that. But um another reason I like Black Christmas remake so much is there are numerous nods to Silent Night, Deadly Night, and I just I love that. I love that the killer's name is Billy and Santa Claus outfit in the beginning. I just I, that's that's I think that's more of a homage or a more of a homage slash remake of Silent Night Deadly Night than the Silent Night movie itself is, which that is such a turd that I'm gonna watch this December. <laughs> and
0: you you your score on that goes up every time you watch it.
1: Oh, I know. I uh, you should be it, disgusted with yourself. I know. It's it's kind of like it's aging like Mad Dog 2020 or something. Like it's gonna get you a buzz, but it's gonna give you a gut ache. <laughs> I keep drinking it though. <laughs> Year after year. Down the hatch. Yep. Number three for me is Gremlins.
0: And I have not seen this movie in well over a decade, but I got the VHS and I'm, I need to get the Blu-ray. I want to show that one to Addy this uh, winner. It, it, I still, I've watched it so many times in my life that I know it very well. Fantastic movie. I love it. It, it. It's such a magical mix of kind of like adventure and being scary and having little demon things without being super scary. Like, as a kid, it creeped me out, and it still has some creepy, scary, kind of jump-scary things in it that definitely put it in the horror category as far as I'm concerned. But it's still something you could almost watch with, you know, well, you could watch with your teenager, and you'll be, you know, they're not going to have nightmares more than likely.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Number three, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Uh, this is my favorite of all of the Halloween movies. I've said this before, probably on the show I'm I was, I'm guessing, but uh, yeah, I know Michael Myers is not in it, but this in to me this encapsulates Halloween season more than any of the other Halloween movies to, to me, just the score, the the masks, the really creepy like whole pagan sacrifice storyline going on. It's so just dark, dark. And uh Tom Atkins being so Tom Atkinsy in it is just like you said, just banging real young chicks and drinking beer and not showering and mustashing it up, and ah, it's so great <laughs> uh he's so awesome, ah man, I wanna be like him. <laughs> Well, I, I
0: don't gain eighty five pounds and yeah, been real creeping on some young uh, chicks and
1: yep. No, and he talks about. I think these clothes are good for another, another couple of days. I'm like, no, <laughs> sir, no, they're not. <laughs> I can smell you through the screen.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number two for me is the wicker man and the wicker tree. I just lumped uh-huh. them both together because. Why yeah. not? The same universe and basic, essentially the same movie, just redone in different times and with different methods at the end. Do you? I mean, we, I think we both only watched it once, right? Yep, Do but I'm, remember remember even that? you
1: saying that I'm going to watch it again. I loved that movie. Do you remember
0: that third act, the reveal oh. and the mannequins? It <laughs> yes. was like, holy
1: God, this is what we're doing? <laughs> yep. And I remember you texting me, you're like, um, you need to watch this movie. I'm like, what? Like that got bad reviews, and oh, it's so. If, if just refresh my memory here, it was the the girl and her her boyfriend, whatever. They're, they're Christian folk from down south, right?
0: Yeah, something like that. Oh, bad accent. Because I
1: I was so wanting them to get theirs, <laughs> and they do. Then obviously, there's yeah. Oh. I have to watch that again. Oh, that was. So, do you oh, have that it last? Oh, i got it on Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah, I, I literally, like, <laughs> after I watched yours, I immediately went out and bought it on Blu-ray. I'm like, yep, I'm going to watch that before the month is over. I'm I'm watching that again.
0: Oh, we'll get into what we've been watching here in a minute. I've got a game plan. Uh, number
1: one, uh, where are we at? Oh, you're number two. Uh, two for me is Black Christmas, the original. It is now officially taken over for the remake. Uh, my last viewing this last Christmas uh, sealed the deal. This is fantastic. Uh, it is so, so scary and unsettling and just, uh, I, it's, Halloween is the closest thing that I can compare it to John Carpenter's Halloween, but I think this is done better. Uh, it's scarier and something about the score, the minimal score that is used in this is just so, oh, it just gets under your skin, but it is, Really, really, really good. Um, you definitely have to watch Black Christmas. I it's taken me numerous viewings to fully, fully appreciate it, and now it pretty much set the template for slasher movies. I mean, this was what four years before John Carpenter's Halloween. Now, granted, oh. I would consider that I would consider the Italian giallos right. to be kind of the start of this, but this still the um, this is I guess this isn't even American. This is a, a Canadian production, but. It's still. It, it, this is the blueprint for the '80s slasher. Right.
0: Okay, and number one for both of us. Can we just can we just blow it let's at the same just, time? It's, yeah, it's let's
1: s- blow our loads at the same time. One, two, three, and Silent Night, Silent, Silent Night. Night ah. <laughs> oh. <Ooh.
0: laughs> I need a sandwich and a nap after that. Yep,
1: I need I need a smoke. <laughs>
0: Yep, oh. I we've sucked on this thing's knob for about a million episodes of this show yep. and I knew as soon as we set out to do this that was going to be the same. It, I've now watched it three or four times, I think. And I kind of do every other year, but yeah. Every year I'm like, "Hmm, there's still a couple of parts I forget about and every year I'm like this is just so good. It's so good all the way through the craziness." I
1: I I adore that movie. Oh, I'm so glad. And th- this is a great example of the pacing to me is so fast in this movie because I'm genuinely invested in the kid character in the beginning, Billy as a kid. Um, that all of a sudden it's like, it's like 35 minutes into the movie and now he's an adult and then they get on to the killing quick. Uh, and it's just like set piece, set piece, set piece, mother superior end. And I just, it's such a fast paced movie. Um, and it, in, to me, it's a great, Christmas It's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> it <laughs> Joy is. Joy to the Lord. But, um, but the, what
0: makes it great is that beginning 35 minutes, because you are invested in the character, and then when, you know, you see why he has a reason to snap instead of just being a psycho, like a no, yeah. a no background psycho like uh, uh, Michael Myers or exactly even Billy from the Black Christmas remake. I mean, I haven't watched that in a while, but I mean, he just kind of was holed up in his house and yeah, then he went nuts. You know, whereas here it's... Billy saw some shit in Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night, you know, and, and then he was abused and beaten for most of his childhood yeah. by by nuns. So and it was all and it was tied in with sex explicitly, yeah. not just Jason Voorhees. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill people that. Well, I guess he had a reason for hating sex, but it, he was not fucked up by it. He yeah. kind of drowned while counselors were fooling around or something. So he has a reason yeah. to hate it, but it's it's not tied to an abuse like. You know what I'm
1: saying? Oh, very much. So. Well, and he watched his. I mean, his mom got you know. Slo- slit throat and top ripped out and punched around and and then the whole Mother Superior thing with the uh, yeah you filthy devils <laughs> I love that line and, <laughs> and, and it's like and when she when Mother Superior bursts into the room with the two teenagers yeah. having having sex it's like I'm like hmm, they look like they're in their twenties like you're you're spanking twenty year olds but she was a badass she was a great villain in that movie by the way I loved uh. Her character. Yep, I agree. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's by far above, uh, in a way, my favorite holiday movie. Watch it every... I've watched that movie every year since uh, VHS days, and that was, like, when it came out on VHS, I watched it at a friend's house and fell in love with it, and then I I bought it at the Dover Mall. I bought it for, like, 20 bucks. They had to order it for me, and then I had to time it out to go back the next week when it showed up, and I was able to talk my parents into going to the mall again, And I paid for it with my own money and then I shoved it down my pants. Like I, you know, that's how you Mm -hmm. did things back then. And then I, uh, I still own the VHS of that. And that was literally like late eighties. I would guess when I, when I pulled that trick, was it a big box or it was, and no, this was the reissue. The big box was the USA box. This was the, uh, smaller, smaller box. But so I was able to, yeah, shove it down. That's one of my
0: grail items. I want to find that on VHS.
1: If you can get that USA version, oh man, that's so awesome.
0: That would be. Nah, yeah. That, that'd be lightning. No,
1: that's that not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Or, I mean, or if it doesn't, you're going to pay a lot of money for it.
0: No, I'm not. I don't. I, <laughs> that's not the kind of VHS hunter I am. I'm not paying I, these these freaking hipsters that, on the internet. I Look what I got for only 15 bucks. I'm like, you're a dork. Like, yeah. You can buy that on Blu ray. Give me a break. Yep. That's not hunting. It's not hunting when you just order it online. Yeah. I can get a lot of things online. Whoop, that's, that's, that's not the fun part. Whatever. Do whatever you like. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you ready to move on to part two of the horror
1: Honorable mentions?
0: Okay. Uh, well, I got I'll just... Terrifier, cause I forgot.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll go real quick. Uh, Wicker Tree, All Hallows Eve. That's the prequel to Terrifier. Midsummer. Uh, that would have made my top ten, but, I've only watched it once. I need a couple more uh, viewings of that. Rob Zombie's Halloween mo- series. Uh, this is specifically the theatrical cuts of Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Uh, to All a Good Night. That's the David Hess-directed batshit weird crazy 1980 Killer Santa movie. Uh, it's not good, but it's something I watch every year. selling Night, Deadly Night Part 2 because Ricky. Uh, Santa Slay because Bill Goldberg. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. Uh, Canadian... Uh, I mean, do you like these movies, or are you just naming movies at <laughs> Uh, A little of both. A little of both. <laughs> uh, My Bloody Valentine, the Canadian thing with the pickaxe guy. Uh, and, of course, uh, John Carpenter's Halloween is an honorable mention, although I, I like a couple of the other ones more. But, whew, there you go. All right. Now are you ready to move on to part two of the horror Yes. Welcome to the 2019
0: movie. Horror story Eric Bonner and Eugene Weaver. <sighs> huh? Okay, when we left off last episode, the score was 14 to 11 me. So, and I'm up first again. Wonderful. Now, let me just preface some of the films I'm about to talk about with, uh... TV. They have a lot of stuff for free. And a lot of it is... 90 minutes or under, and counts as horror, and is fine stuff for the background while I'm editing the show or doing other stuff in the office working whatnot. So, uh, we got varying degrees of shit ahead. Let's start with Bikini Swamp Girl Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: got to be a Jim Wynorski movie.
0: It says trauma on the cover, but it oh. it is about the level of a Wynorski thing. I was going to say that, actually. A group of bikini glad girls go on vacation in a swamp of Florida Everglades and some old Native American Kanawana Hoochie or something comes out and <laughs> kills them and I'm not kidding. I'm not I don't think I made up that name. That's pretty close. Hold on here. Chua a Chua, Chua Cho, Chobi I whatever. Sure. He ran around and killed them for reasons, and there's some boobs and some blood and it was awful. and It was awful, and I watched it. All hour and 23
1: minutes. Any gore?
0: Some, but for the most part, it was weak on all fronts, in my opinion.
1: Hmm. Over to you. What's your number 12? Uh, number 12... No, I'm assuming that our uh, roulettes count as well, because in total. Yeah, grass. but you,
0: I, I have mine listed down here a couple. Okay. I, I have mine in order, so...
1: You can, okay, so I just want to make sure that, because I guess... I just make sure you include In the Tall Grass for me. Okay,
0: I'll just put that at number 12. How about that?
1: Yeah. Yep. In
0: the, the Tall Grass. That did qualify as a horror?
1: Yes, it did. Yep. All right, 13. 13 for me is... So, uh, the, was The Furies the last one I talked about? <laughs> so organized. Oh, dude, I'm... I'm... The
0: Furies, yes. No, number okay. 11
1: was The Furies. Um, Now, real quick here. I did watch Joker... Uh Should I just wait to talk about that till another episode? Because I know that we've got a ton of... Because that's not horror.
0: If it's not horror, then just... W- we'll see. If we have time at the end.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. F- uh, first up for me this week would be Torture Garden. I have talked about this movie before, but uh, I want to watch it again. This is an Amicus anthology movie. Uh, Jack Pounce is in this. And Burgess Meredith... Um Peter Cushing, of course Peter Cushing. Why wouldn't he be in this? It, great cast. Uh this is I would say a lesser of the Amicus anthology movies. It's still quite good, but uh it storyline is uh these a the group of people visit Dr. Diablo's Fairground Haunted House Attraction Show, and then he all tell tells their fate if they go down their path. It's the all of these things are kind of similar, with you know, kind of rotten people being told you're on the way to hell if you don't shape up. So it's good. But uh, it very much is of its time, 1967. Uh, but definitely, if you're into those anthology movies, it's a fun watch.
0: Uh, next up for me is The Return of Swamp Thing. I went from a sort of Jim Wynorski trauma movie to an actual Jim Wynorski <laughs> Ah, movie. excellent. No, it's not. It, uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> bleh. But... You know, Swamp Thing is not a thing for... You can get away with a bunch of practical effects, I think, but for the Swamp Thing that I know, we need CGI, and we need a big, bu- a decent budget, and you need to be in the 21st century now to make a movie like that really work, not Rubber Suit Monster Guy, because that's... This is just a fart's breath away from fucking... the The dude with the mop. What's... Oh, oh, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, that kind of nonsense. I mean, the the costume looks ridiculous. It
1: doesn't work. Isn't this a Wes Craven movie, or is this a Wes Craven-directed Jim Wynorski-written? No, no, no. Swamp Thing was Wes Craven.
0: Part two, The Return of Swamp Thing, is Jim Wynorski.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: (laughs) Heather Locklear's in it. It it was a big pack of background nothing. Uh, Back to you. Adrian Barbeau was not in the sequel? No, she was in the first one. Then we uh-huh. replaced her with Heather Locklear, which was fine, but...
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay, next up for me is The Exorcist, the original 1973 classic from William Friedkin. And this is still... To me, this is still probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. Every single time I watch it, I'm creeped out and unsettled and uncomfortable. Uh, it, just the use of... For some reason, the foul language in this movie is so just harsh and off-putting. And that alone, like, makes the movie uh, just uncomfortable for me. And I can handle anything. But this movie here is... This is the one movie that always gets under my skin. And it's so well made. Uh, I adore this movie. This is top ten of all time for me. And one of the best horror movies ever made, in my opinion. It ages... Every year, every well, I don't watch it every year, but every like maybe every other year that I watch it, it seems like the older it gets, the more otherworldly and scary it gets because it's just it's from a distant time now, and it just the shit that they put in there is ugh great, it's great. <laughs> uh, Bezelbob, you see.
0: Uh <laughs> oh, next up for me is. The world-renowned Blood Sisters of Lesbian Sin. Um, Good God,
1: dude. I'm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, of course, I hit play, and you... <laughs> Fuck my life! But <laughs> oh, I watched this thing, and I could tell that it was one that they had just bought. So oh. it's like, oh, maybe... No, it's nothing. It's... I don't even know if they're... I don't know what lesbian... I don't know what it means, blood sisters of lesbians. I, there's some girls, and they try and to seduce this one guy who hunts vampires or something, and so every now and then, they like bring in another girl to take their top off and dance around a little bit, and then there's maybe a little kissing or something, and then he kills some... It's... <laughs> So don't don't ever think I don't watch this shit because I do.
1: Mm-hmm. And this and is here's the, the thing. Months to most do it. That, most of these that you're talking about, they'll eventually make their way to vinegar syndrome, and they're gonna make their way right into not, my heart. Not this. Not this shit.
0: This is trauma level. This is. Oh, this is that bad, huh? This is no, no, no bueno. <laughs>
1: Oh, and I've got John Cena just looking at me from on IMDb. Just, just looking at me like, yeah, you dumbass. Just, ah. Oh, my, my list is not done. Uh, yeah. Go on. Okay, uh, Crowhaven Farm from 1970. This is a TV movie and I've watched it several times and this is a good movie. Hope Lang is a, uh, is a young lady. Her and uh, her husband inherit this farm and there they start, she starts to have uh, premonitions of stuff from back in the witch burning type days about the farm. And there's some reincarnation going on. And there's some really, they, they adopt this 12 year old girl. And that gets really, really, really weird. Uh, this is a TV movie from, and it, it feels it, but it's good. This is a cool movie. It just, this so needs a Blu ray release. Uh, it's just one of those unseen gems from way back when, but, uh, hour and 15 minutes, it breezes by, uh, and the girl, the 12 year old girl, um, I believe that she is the girl that I think she's the girl that gets the huge zit on her face in slumber party massacre part two. So there you go. There's connective tissue from the driller killer in Crowhaven farm. (laughs) All
0: right. Uh, next up for me is Warlock 3, The End of Innocence, from 1999. Oh starring Bruce Payne, who is very watchable in just about anything. And let's see if there's anybody else that was in. Oh, Ashley Lawrence was one of the main star of this. She's Hellraiser lady, yep. right? Yep. Okay. And this was watchable. It, it's 1999, direct to video. Really felt like a rip-off of that movie, that Hellraiser we did a commentary on. What was the... What year did that come out? Oh, that was in the early 2000s, I think. Okay, well, maybe that was a rip-off of this. College student unexpectedly finds that she's inherited a derelict house. Oh, that one! I remember that one, yep. Yeah, accompanied by a group of friends, she goes there to clear of heirlooms before the structure is demolished. And it plays like that Hellraiser movie, you know? They're Mm -hmm. at a house, and they're trying to party, and they're running around, and dude broing and... He's messing with their minds and picking them off one at a time, and, eh, all right. It, it checked off the list. <laughs>
1: that wasn't uh, bad. I remember that one. It was okay.
0: Just the ni- late ni- the 90s were just rough. Some yes, of them were, were rough, and this was one of those.
1: Discarnate. 2018, you tried to throw this my way for the roulette, and uh, I had already watched this steaming pile. Uh, neuro- neuroscientist's obsession with a drug that expands the human mind inadvertently unleashes a deadly supernatural force on his team. I think I lost interest in this movie so fast that it was a thing that was on the television while I was dicking off on the computer. That's what this was. I watched it, uh, but it just felt a forgettable new movie that, pff, I, Things happen to good-looking people. Thomas Kretchen... crutchman Kretchman. Kretchman. He, he's, he's good. Awesome. I like him. Yes, I like him. Uh, he needed to be in a better movie. Uh, and there was a girl with kind of a butch haircut in this. Um, and I'm like, where have I seen you before? Because I don't like you in this, and I didn't like you in the other movie either. I'm like, ah, Hellfest, which is a damn good movie. But I didn't fucking like her in Hellfest, and I didn't like her in this one either. Sorry, I'm sure she's a great person, and I'm sure she's probably a really good actress, but... Oh, she was in also in The uh, Last Witch Hunter. Oh, who was she in that? Uh, Brownlin. Brownlin? Oh, Brownlin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Brownlin, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know, I'd have to
0: go look. That's the okay. only thing I've seen of those movies. But, uh,
1: yep, there you go, um... Yeah, A creature, I think, shows up eventually, but I don't care. (laughs) All right. Let's go to 1995 with
0: director Robert Kurtzman. Uh, Ah? And? And yet? No? Yeah. Okay, all right. A murdered police officer is brought back to life by a cold-hearted scientist to serve as... The Demolitionist, the ultimate crime-fighting weapon in a city overrun by criminals, starring Nicole Eggert and Richard Grieco... Ooh, is this, this sounds pretty good. Oh, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's Robocop, but awful. And, <laughs> lots of talking. Heather Langkamp is in it as a, some, a news reporter on TV a couple, couple of times. Richard Grieco is badass with his big hair. His performance is actually kind of entertaining. Uh, <laughs> he shoots everybody in dystopian city future and, she puts on a mask, and she's this kind of undead zombie girl, and... <sighs> I watched it, and it's horror. It says horror everywhere that I look at Is it.
1: Is it VHS, or was this... Tubi TV.
0: Oh, no, this is... I'm still just r- 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 railing Tubi
1: TV. That's that's it. That's all I've been doing. Man, you are... I mean, that's some major, major unprotected sex going on. I know, but uh.
0: I'm, I'm, I am... How? And I am kind of... I was going to say I'm not paying for it, but I kind of am because there's ads. Oh, your dick's going to look like a
1: cheese pizza with everything on it.
0: <laughs> Who says it doesn't already?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, so... The alien short films that came out on YouTube are all mushed together into one kind of movie for me. Wait, 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 What? What are you talking about? What alien short films? Oh, the new alien short films that Fox produced? Those are all on YouTube? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, they're on there. They're, like, bigger budget alien short films. Are you talking about films? the ones
0: that the District 8 guy or District 9 guy did?
1: No. No, these are, I mean, Fox presents, and then there's a ten minute short Alien movies. And how long was this? Uh, Oh, over an hour. How long? How little? How little? Because we got a (laughs) seventy minute limit. You know that. Uh, With end credits, I'm I'm hoping for (laughs) seventy. Oh, this is bullshit.
0: (laughs) You're at a half a point right now. I'm 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 gonna need a time. To, you oh, gotta so be over 70 to get a full point. There's 60... Wait, wait, there's 6 episodes at... Oh, no. I'm not believing your bullshit math. I, six, no, no. What do, 10, I, what do, I, what do I... 10... 20, 30, 1,
1: 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Hey! Let's say 70 minutes. <laughs> to be safe. You, you might. I, I'm not. <laughs> but go ahead while I look this up. Alien um, short films. There, might, well, there, was, uh, there was also a uh, some deleted scenes from uh, the... Uh, Code you don't get watch.
0: credit for just watching YouTube videos, unless it's a movie. Come on. You know how this works. You wouldn't uh, buy this bullshit if I was trying to sell it either Ah, uh, you're being strict. No, I'm
1: being you. <laughs> um, Let's see. The Alien short films, they range in quality. Some are quite good, uh, but uh, some of them are like, okay, it's just two people on a ship floating around and Alien on board, or... You're doing shady things to create an alien, but it was, they're cool. They're, I, you know, you mush them all together and you got yourself an alien anthology type of movie. Yeah, sure. At but 70 if it's minutes.
0: 45 minutes long, I'm not going to give you, I'm giving
1: you half a point for it. No, it's, oh, it's over an hour, I think.
0: <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> I walked by an alien poster the other day. <laughs> One. <laughs> We did this. Didn't we do this last year where it was all about, you know, it's math and remember that episode where Hold I on, a, you know. I found the full playlist. Hold on a sec. You should watch them, though. They're I will. I didn't know they existed. How did how did you not tell me about this? They're they're cool. One, two, bigger three. budget. I mean, they felt like bigger
1: budget things. I mean, you're 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 at they're, an hour here. Uh, one is twelve minutes, so I'm like in an hour and s- yeah, 10 and minutes. three of them are nine minutes. Okay, so I'm at about an hour, <laughs> hour five. No, <laughs>
0: <sighs> I'll take the half. What am I supposed damage. to do with this? What am I supposed to do with this? Because you were so close.
1: I know. I should.
0: Yeah, if you go watch fifteen minutes of uh, alien-related content on. YouTube, I'll allow it. That means oh. I don't care if it's somebody just giving their Alien review. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. A- anything. Uh, alien content, you're going to do that this week. Yes, I'll report back next week. All right, then I'll give you a point.
1: Okay. What would be really great is if I could watch the uh, that actual new documentary on the making of Alien. That looks awesome. Why can't you? Where is it? No, that's... It's like... It's art house theaters, and you, oh. you, can, you can buy it on YouTube, I believe. But I, eh, it's a rental. Okay, well, you
0: Get, give me you give me fifteen minutes of that kind of alien related bullshit, then I'll, I don't I don't care if it's gameplay footage from that Alien Isolation movie. That that'll I'll accept that. Okay, that and people happen. on the internet are right now are going, why is they being so strict about these sorts of things? It's because we don't have fucking time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to snake me. <laughs> and he would call me if I did the same. That's the. Oh. Hey, back to you. <laughs> Facts and stuff. Back to me. Next was the apostle, and then after that, oh good god, the shit I've been watching on. The, oh, oh, there's a lot more coming. Uh, class of 1999.
1: No, that was okay.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I got to tell you, one of, I want to trace it, Malcolm McDowell, Stacey Keach. I had Pam Greer. I had good reason to push play on this. Yeah, I, I have the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, okay. Well then there you go. Um, you know, I got to say, I am kind of glad that I got trapped in that trauma movie in round one at the beginning of the month because it affords me the stomach to go through this kind of, just mediocre stuff, and be like, ah, not bad, kind of entertaining, at least it was better than that horse shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that might be part of my strategy moving forward, is the beginning of, the beginning of a sit down and watch a true trauma movie, because it's all better after that. And that's part of the reason I've been staying on 2BTV TVs I got these other movies that I know are good, and I should watch them, but eh, maybe I'll hit play on Class of 1990, I don't know, whatever, it's Terminators, and teachers and they how to get people and I couldn't tell you anything about it cuz it sucked in yep, one
1: 90s eye... yeah it was
0: okay in, in one eyeball and out the other the two gangs they team up in the
1: end if you say so yeah next up uh next for me is creep show episodes 1 and 2
0: wait a minute you watch both movies or no no creep show the show on shutter <sighs> Again, I, I, how how long are these episodes? Okay,
1: I, I'm safe here. These are each 45 minutes. So okay,
0: you have now got what a point. I
1: what I wish I could do, but I know that you're going to be a, a prick about it. Each episode should count for one you're point, so but I'm so foolish. But I'm not going to. I'm. I won't suggest that. I mean, well, I will suggest it, but I'll be okay with. Oh, of course, <laughs> how magnanimous of you. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm fair. It's unfair. all right.
0: There's a horror anime that's that's on that I want to start watching. And I'm so far ahead at, at uh, by the end of this round. I think I'll be able to have time to, to just relax and do that. And we can go ahead and count every one of those anime episodes,
1: right? Uh, are they 90 minutes?
0: Well, if you're counting these that are not 90 minutes as one point each, then I can count that TV show's as one point yeah, each. Yeah, that's
1: not how it works. Well, we're, I'm combining two episodes here. So it is, it literally No, that's is 90, fine. I'm accepting yeah. that. Okay. But you want
0: one point for each episode, though. I do, but I will be okay with... I mean, I'll be okay. I'll be so okay. It, you'll find a way to get through. If, so if I give you a point for each of these episodes, can I have the anime episodes?
1: Uh, how many episodes are there? Oh,
0: probably ten. I don't know. No,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not fair. See? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, these are being released, like, one a week. So I by the time Horathon is done, I'll only have watched it. That's not fair. Okay, so first up is uh season one, episode one, "Gray Matter," directed by Tom Savini, <laughs> ah. and the House of the uh, the House of the Head," directed by oh, uh, what's his name, um, uh, K and guy, Greg, uh, Greg Nicotero. No, there you go. Um, this is great. I this is awesome. "Gray Matter" actually was a short story from Stephen King, uh, "Night Shift." collection mm-hmm. and as soon as it started i'm like oh this is the stephen king story how are they going to do this and it worked for me uh it wasn't really scary the house of the head oh by and also i should i'm going all over the place here uh adrian barbeau is in this she's Ooh. still good looking she's still good looking yeah uh but uh very slimy you can tell that's that's V effects right there folks uh it's just cool. Tom Savini directed a Stephen King short story and K and V effects, and it's great. House of the Head is the scary one of the two. Uh, and it is creepy. This little girl has a big doll house with these little figurines or whatever, and she just happens to find this severed zombie little tiny severed zombie head in there. And every time she goes over to the house, um the head is at a different place, and the dolls in the in the house are like they're freaking out. You can, like, they're in different positions. Like, holy shit! And, you know, at one point, there's little doll police officers that are in there. And it's it's creepy and cool. Uh, big thumbs up there. And, oh, and Grey Matter, by the way, is about this alcoholic that he keeps drinking beer that uh, is infected with fungus or whatever. And bad things happen to that man. Um, there you go. And then uh, episode two is, uh, this one here was a step down in quality. It's still good. First one is about American soldiers that are trapped in, uh, war-torn, I think probably... Wait, so within
0: each episode, there's multiple stories?
1: Yes, there's two episodes per... There are two short stories per episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I like, like, the production values are good, the acting is good. And So far, man, it's solid. Uh, episode two, uh... I'm drawing a blank here on the guy's name. I know that we need to keep rolling, but I I did want to just real no, quick. That's all hit. right.
0: Go ahead. I'm going to uh,
1: take a It's called Bad Wolf Down and it stars Where are you? Have uh, you bought any of the Creepshow TV series? Like the the old one? Creepshow TV or series. Or Ta-
0: Tales from the Crypt.
1: Yeah, I have the DVD set. The DVD box set
0: of all of them. Yep. Awesome.
1: Yeah, it's they're the quality is shit. That's they desperately need to be, but I got it for it was So cheap. Yeah. But, um... Oh, anyway. um, Sorry. Uh, so this has American soldiers that are trapped, uh, possibly in France or whatever, and they're surrounded by Nazis, one of which is played by... Damn it, I can't remember his fucking name. Reanimator. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, There we go. He's a Nazi. So, uh, they find out that there's a woman in the... Yeah, um, I'm just yapping here. (laughs) Uh, there's a French lady on the floor that is... Infected, and she convinces... I'm going to spoil this just a little bit just so I can get to the gist of the movie, the story. She ends up convincing them to bite each of them and hence will turn them all into werewolves so that they can combat the Nazis. And then the big bloody battle ensues. And it's it's cool. They went practical effects on the werewolves, and I appreciated that. But of all the shorts th- thus far, that was probably my the least. And then the next one is called The Finger... And it's about this guy that finds this alien demon creature finger thing in his house. And then it starts to grow and becomes a lovable little demon creature thing that kills people. And he raises it to be his little child.
0: Wow. I saw something similar here at the end of Horrorthon, But we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, Okay, are you done Anyway,
1: yep, big thumbs up.
0: Okay, I'm going to knock three out real quick here because my review for all three is the same. Howling 4, the original Nightmare, <clears throat> Howling 5, the Rebirth, Howling 6, the Freaks. They all suck. Uh, and there's barely any werewolf in them until maybe at the end, and then or are, you know, some heads, maybe a head in the shadow, and have a werewolf will pop out, and rar and uh, moving on. And they all seem to be pretty unrelated to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, just...
1: Uh, Part 5, though, was okay, I thought. The, uh, the, the castle see. one. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess... But still, it's like, eh, I'd still take Bad Moon over any of these. Easily.
1: And that's not saying a whole lot. How was The Freaks? So I've watched part five, probably the most of the sequels uh, in the castle, but part six was called The Freaks. Isn't that about a freak show type thing? A villainous carnival owner traps a young
0: werewolf to include in his growing menagerie of inhuman. Exi- I mean, if you say so, I think that's got Thomas Paine in it too. Or Bruce Payne, yeah, Bruce Payne. I man, just it, it just they feel like the super watered down Friday the Thirteenth sequels where they just they'll have a scene mm. or two of gore, but ninety minutes for one. Come on, uh, give me something.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, I'm impressed that you. I mean, literally, you have watched. You did not watch part two yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, did, you watched, I did in the wrong yeah.
0: order, but. I, yeah, I watched. I'm so, now two, three,
1: gonna, four, th- five, six.
0: Yep. Get I
1: there. dare you to watch part seven. I dare
0: you to watch that. I shit. would. I would, but it's not on Two B Oh. At least I don't think so. I'll go look again. But I'm at that stage. You know me. Let's get started with these horror uh, trains. I got to watch every single damn one of them. I've done all the howlings. Uh, if if I if it comes up somewhere where I can watch it for free, I'll watch it. Whew. I mean, why not at this point?
1: Yeah, yeah, you might as well finish them off. <clears throat> Next up for me is Candy Corn from 2019. Josh Hasty directed it. Uh, Tony Todd is in it for a little bit. PJ Souls is in it for a little bit. Uh, I fucking hated this movie. Uh, This is one of those no-budget movies. I I feel bad ripping it because I'm sure that this guy spent all his money on making this thing. It just reeks of no-budget and... uh, Something about a kid that gets the shit kicked out of him. They, well, he, they, these bullies kill him, and this uh, traveling carnival freak show thing, whatever. Uh, they resurrect him, and then he goes and avenges himself by putting candy corn in their mouths after he kills them. And oh, it's oh, and there's a a lady in the movie, and we're supposed to be kind of rooting for her, like she's the final girl, kind of, um, but. One scene, she's freaked out that one of her close friends got murdered, and in the next scene, she's having sex with her boyfriend, and it sucked! Oh, this movie was... No! Not for me. I'll go out on the limb of saying
0: that there's only one Tony Todd series that should have candy in the title. Amen. <laughs> uh, next up for me is It Came From the Desert from 2017. Pulp, what have you watched this no but uh, just
1: random titles just
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to horror this is this is what you this is where you live i live here your bread and butter mm-hmm. a pulpy action monster movie inspired by cult 1980s video game it came from the desert oh, I didn't know that a nostalgic tribute to I didn't know that uh okay some um, so this <laughs> I'm of two minds of this film and so I'm trying to I want to be careful about how I tell you about it I should start off by saying, think of eight-legged freaks. That's kind of the vein that we're in here. So, as you're watching it and you're like, this is a lot of dude, bro, bro, dude, dude, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. Throw me a beer, bro. Come on, dude. We're partying in the desert, bro. Dude, come on, bro. Let's check it out, dude, bro. Oh, there's a lot of that. But it actually isn't always annoying and it's kind of funny. And then, so I'm like, okay, I'm still kind of in. Like, I'm not annoyed. My, my annoyance meter is not tripping. All right. Because uh, it it's kind of meant to be comedic. And then they find this uh, government installation, and it, it seems to be abandoned, so let's move the party here. And then the giant CGI ants come out. And they did a really good job with the, with the CGI, in my opinion. It's not mind-blowing, but it doesn't look shitty. And it looks like he's getting... Jerked around by giant ants, uh, the size of Oh, boy, I don't even know. Um, yeah, whatever that dog you had.
1: Oh yeah, you want yeah, dogs Mastiff. that big? Mastiffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: they're even bigger than that, I think. And you know, they gotta try and save each other and save the other dude bros. But it's done in a way where that you can tell they're poking fun at the dude broiness. They're not. This is cool, legitimately, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so in that respect, it was like, I was kind of okay with it. At that times, it got a little annoying, but it still, I dug this movie. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And that's why, you know, it's good to watch a trauma movie at the beginning of the month because mm-hmm. not bar. bad, not bad. So and, what, this was 2BTV again? Yep, okay. I think. What's it called? It came from the desert. And there, so there was a lot of callbacks to uh, Them, the, mem- the movie Them with the giant mm-hmm. ants. And uh, what was that other one called? M something? What the, it just said M. I can't remember. But they they threw in a lot of nods to those kind of giant bug movies that came before by uh, having it uh, uh, the scientific mumbo jumbo being, oh, it was Project M or whatever the hell that movie was called. I can't remember. There was a, a giant bug movie. I think it was on the roulette
1: and from the Big 70s. Ass Spiders? Or- no, oh, no, 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 no. There was Phase Four.
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, Okay, well, this is on Amazon Prime as well, so I just added that to my watch list. I actually kind of want to check that out. Okay, go low expectations.
0: Like I said, be thinking more like eight-legged freaks. We're not talking about a home run here, but we're talking about a passable 90 minutes, a couple of laughs, some good CGI. I don't don't know. I was just like, all right, okay, this is so much better than the howling four, five,
1: and six. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, okay, back to you. Perfect. Uh, next up for me is The Mask of Satan, aka Black Sunday, directed by Mario Bava. My favorite black and white movie, and it still holds up. I still think it's extremely unsettling, mainly because of the black and white photography. Actually, I actually read the uh, the Arrow booklet that came with the Blu-ray, and uh, Mario Bava didn't have to shoot this in black and white. The studio, this was at the time of Hammer. Horror was, you know, full color, and uh, I believe the studio wanted him to shoot in color, but he was like, nope, black and white, and thank God, because I think that that adds so much to the atmosphere of the movie, is this gorgeous black and white, but uh, the fantastic Barbara Steele is in this, and this is, it's just witchy, culty, 60s, just a warm pillow for me. It's just <laughs> cozy, cozy. Spikes through heads and melting. Ph- oh, it's great. <laughs> I love it.
0: Okay, last up for me is Subspecies. And we had talked about this last year on the Horathon because I got Sub- Bloodstone Subspecies 2 on VHS and knew nothing about the series, but I'll watch part 2. And now I got to see part 1, the prequel to the sequel. Uh, So I finally got to see how that all uh, went down, because they literally start one right after the other. I haven't seen three and four yet, but when I can track them down, I'll watch them. And we got evil vampires in the middle of Eastern Europe and silly Americans on vacation and getting snagged up in their evil plots and plans. And at one point in this movie, the... Have you seen these?
1: Yes, I watched the first three, I believe. Okay.
0: At one point in the first one, do you remember... The father vampire captures the son vampire, and he the the son goes, "Oh yeah, fuck you!" and snaps off his fingers and drops them to the floor, and then they leak blood and grow into tiny. Little yes, uh, I remember that. Yep, <laughs> bringing Pretty it back cool. around. Here's a little story plot there from a minute ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, demon fingers that grow into things, but anyway, I, you know it's got some little claymation in there. It, it's okay. I Angus Scrim. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's better than half the shit I've been watching. It's yep. actually a movie. There's some gore. The blood is ridiculous. It's like
1: all these people are full of blood. That's that, that's maple syrup. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think that was an issue of mine with the movie, actually, is because the blood. It, yeah, it's very sticky and not it's, it's not so thick. Enough. Yeah, it's so thick. <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh, that's Good where on. we're at in our horror movie reviewing. It's like, oh, the blood was too watery, or it was too <laughs> thick. We <laughs> got, got the syrupy. later Chucky movies where they get hit by trucks and just... J- explode! Explode! <laughs> uh, just a geyser of blood water everywhere.
1: <laughs> that's my type of goer. I like yeah. that. I like the explosive, yeah, projectile. Uh, okay. it, was, it was fine for 1991. Yeah. Okay, next up for me is a newer movie called I Trapped the Devil. And this is, uh, starring AJ Bo- Bowen. He is, uh, he's great in everything. He is in, uh, House of the Devil. And, uh, you're next. You'd recognize the guy. Actually, I barely recognized him in this one. Usually he's got a beard. I know who you mean. Yeah. And he shaved the beard off and he's, I don't know. He looks like a, just a middle-aged dude. But, uh, I Trapped the Devil is about a husband-wife that show up at, uh, the, uh, at the guy's brother. Uh, to find out that the brother has who he thinks uh, is Satan trapped in his basement. And the whole movie is uh, the rationale behind, okay, it, you know, you're completely nuts. And that is not the devil, but maybe it is. And here's why maybe it is. I was totally on board with this movie. This is set at Christmas, by the way. Totally on board with the movie. And then uh, they kind of dropped the ball the last... 20, 25 minutes of the movie. I'm like, ah, you're getting David Lynchian now where you're not, all of a sudden, you're jumping all over the place and like, just keep going straight. Like, do the straightforward thing. Don't try and fuck with me. Uh, It was still good. I still give it a thumbs up, but maybe on another watch, I'll kind of get the last 20, 25 minutes. The very end I got. I'm like, okay, there we go. So I figured. But leading up to that, I kind of lost me. But still, a good movie, very well. This is how you, this is how you make a well done low budget movie. They didn't have much money for this, but this was good. Candy corn, no candy corn, bad, bad candy corn. (laughs) Um, I trapped the devil. Okay, next up is Race with the Devil. I'm guessing you've seen this, right?
0: No, but you've talked about it many times. This is where they're carrying the nitroglycerin. No,
1: no, no, no. no. That's um, that's uh, Wages of Fear. No, and, uh, that's
0: not what I mean. I know that I know they're doing that in that one movie. Uh, okay. I'm talking about something else. Yeah, Race, Race with, with the, the Devil with uh, um who's in it? Peter Fonda. Right. I yeah. thought they were. I thought they were also trying to transport some explosive thing. No, across. I don't know. D-
1: dirt bikes. They had dirt bikes. Um, they were in a camper with their significant others, and they yeah. witness a satanic
0: yeah sacrifice. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm mixing up two things. Sorry.
1: Um, but it's cool, and this so 70s. It has. Such a, the first time I watched this movie, I'm like, "Holy shit, that's how you're gonna end this movie? Boo!" But now it's like, "Oh, it's it's so cool how they end this movie. It's one of those abrupt '70s endings, and it's it's perfect. Like I would actually not like the movie as much as I do if they would have done something different for the ending. But the ending works. It's PG and who 1975 PG. Man, like there's like. Satanists murdering a nude lady, and that's fine. PG! Sure. <laughs> I like that PG. That's um, that's
0: the 70s things. It was a yeah. different world. Yep. Uh, you would see those kinds of things commonly on
1: road trips. So, you know. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, good movie. Very good movie. Sleepy Hollow is next. This is Tim Burton's uh, variation on the... Ichabod Crane Tale from 1999. Uh, I've seen this movie so many times. I, it's, it's great. Christina Ricci is beautiful in everything she does. Uh, and yes, Johnny Depp is beautiful in this movie. They're just, those two are just golden. I don't I what, Cavs? Am I saying? I, what Yes, I, mean, I guess. And even that sounds no like, oh you're not cows, you're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. We started with Catholicism, we're eight ending with pagan idolatry. hmm Um I you know I forget how gory this movie is. is and every it? time I, Oh man, I mean, heads get lobbed off. Um, yeah, bloodlessly. Granted, it's bloodless. And, but I like that they explain like it's like a uh oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whenever the head gets cut off and it's like it's the axe is hot, or the, the, the uh, sword is hot, so it uh, gets cauterized. Cauterized, yeah, there you go. Uh, but it's a very witchy, very Halloween-esque movie. And this is Tim Burton in his wheelhorse. This is just... Make more of these movies. Yep. There you go. Sleepy Hollow. Um, next up, uh, Halloween. John I mean, Harper I'm running Williams. out of paper. How many more you got? Uh, one, two more. All right. No, this is one of them. Um, and also, by the way... I did watch episode three from Creep Show, but I'm gonna hold off on that one till I watch episode four. Uh-huh. Thus, okay, um, that's fair. Is fair? Yeah. yeah. Um, ass. <laughs> 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 it's you know John Carpenter Halloween. It's still great. I still love the movie, but you know what? I kind of agree with you as well. It does drag a little bit because it is essentially bloodless, which is that's, okay. Uh, that was
0: your that was twenty four. Is Halloween?
1: Yeah, yes. Oh. Um, I just I I prefer part two. I do. Uh, it's still good. Very atmospheric. The score is great. Uh, I like that. I mean, I do like that. There, the killer is unexplained. He's just this crazy dude, and in this movie, it works great. Uh, but I haven't watched one and two in so long. I couldn't
0: honestly yeah. tell you which I like better. I. It's been. So, I just remember the part two. The last Starfighter is in it. That's
1: <laughs> yes. He is. He's a paramedic. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, for me, I like I, I'm like okay. I got Carpenter's Halloween done. Now I can get on to parts two and three, and I'll probably watch last year's Halloween as well. By the way, that's in my voodoo. If you want to watch it, you should check it out. I I will. Okay. Uh, and last for this week is Lisa and the Devil. This what is of another. Devilism- I know it is. Well, you know, pagan and Catholic mass, and I'm like, oh, it's. I'm not going anywhere split with that. Split time, split time with the the holy and the unholy. That's right, I guess. And here we go. And and by the by, the unholy in this, yeah, it would be Telly Savalas playing, uh, playing old Scratch Mario Bava. This one here I have watched several times and can't get into it. I I would love to hear your opinion on this movie. Uh, I, I don't think know this what... one
0: is on the one of the free services. So I mean, is it awful or do you just want my opinion on it?
1: Ah, uh, I. It's it's hard for me to to rate this movie um because it's it's creepy but I don't understand the movie. I don't it makes not a damn lick of sense to me. Um she this tourist gets lost and ends up in this mansion and there is just random people there all of which are kind of scummy and Telly Savalas is there being devilly, and then they start getting picked off one by one for reasons and then there's Dolls are like, all of them have doll versions of themselves. And I don't know if it's purgatory or it's, there are some, I don't know. I have no fucking clue what the movie's about. There you go. (laughs) It's a horror movie though. And it counts. But sometime you should watch, you should watch. I'm going to try and watch all of Mario Bava's horror movies. Probably Baron Blood will be next, I'm guessing. But uh, if you can't, and I believe that there's two versions of this. Try to watch. The uh, the one I watched is an hour and 35 or an hour and 38 minutes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I th- actually, the other version is I think they re edit the American AIP or some some company over here re edited it into House of Exorcist or something with Exorcist and they shoehorned Exorcists in there and a possession. And they're like, that's not this movie at all. Hmm. So, which I guess Mario Baba would he hated that, he was furious about that, and... anyway, it's something, it exists, and it counts. Alright, fair enough. I'll tell you what,
0: I'll make an uh, amendment for the Alien short films bit. You don't have to watch the Anything More to get the point, but if I watch all the Alien short films, do I get a point? Yeah, there you go. How about that? Yes, that that works. That's fair. Maybe get a little asterisk next to my prick status. Um... (laughs) 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 <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> as as for TV shows, can we just say that ninety minutes every ninety minutes counts? So if I yeah. watch an entire season of a show and it was like nine hours, that I'm going to get more than one point.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We t- how did we do this last week? Because I watched that really good Mike Flanagan uh, Netflix show that I wish you'd watch. Damn, that was good. What? what was that? Oh, what was that called? Uh, the haunting of Hill House. Yeah, the, wasn't that what it was? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That is so good. Genuinely creepy and just a great story. I loved. It. I actually considered watching that on, on, on that one again this year, but I, I'm like, it's it's quantity
0: over quality, folks. Well, that's what that's what we're doing here in the first two weeks. Then I start to wear thin, and don't be surprised when the last movie that I watch on October 31st, is The Witch again. Because oh. it just is the palate cleanser of all things.
1: It's funny you say that. I was tempted to pull that out for towards Halloween. Like, I'm going to probably have to watch that again. Uh Okay, that brings
0: the score. Are you ready? Yes. That brings the score to Eugene, 25, and me, 26. Ooh. Neck and neck. Neck and neck. You're catching
1: up, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Now, um, I, I don't think that I can swing it. I wish, but I watched the first half of Hocus Pocus. Then, of course, fell fast asleep. But I'm like, it's not a horror movie, but it's like it is everything that encapsulates Halloween. I'm like, it's 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 not bad, actually. I'm kind of enjoying it. But I'm like, it's got witches and witchcraft and black cats and kill a kid and spells, but I'm like, but it's a it's, family comedy. I'm like, it's
0: fuck. Not, it's not the Halloween thon, it's the horror thon. I know. Hey, we at least opened it up wide enough that if you can find a legitimate website that lists it out as a horror movie, then yeah. okay. Not bobs.com, but you know, <laughs> something. IMDb. I mean, even the shit where it's listed on uh, uh, like 2B TV, it has a horror section, all right? But it has movies in there that are not horror. Like, if you click on the individual movie, it'll just say, like, crime thriller. I'm not counting that. You have It has to be more than just the genre heading. You go to the movie itself, and if it says horror, accepted. Because half the shit I watched, there's not a damn thing scary or barely horror in there. Yeah. But but I can go to an actual listing of the movie where it says that. And that's pretty wide open, I'd say. You can't find anywhere with Hocus Pocus that gives it that?
1: I mean, seriously, it does surprise me, because it is... It's a comedy horror family movie, I think. But it, I mean, I, now granted, I've just looked on IMDb. I mean, I guess I could scour the internet, but uh, it's...
0: I mean, Film Aficionado or letterboxed, you know, any of those would be acceptable. Yeah. I'll,
1: I'll look around, but I'm actually... I, I must say, I'm enjoying it. Now, and now this one here I know won't count, but I'm actually going to watch, for the first time in my life, Willy Wonka and the, Char- and the Chocolate Factory. The original. I never, yeah. Hell yeah, a, dude. got it from the library. I'm like, you know what? This is probably a good Halloween movie just because of how weird it's supposed to be.
0: I'll tell you this, there's one scene in there that's about a minute long and it's uh it's a horror show. <laughs> yeah. Everybody that's seen the movie knows
1: what I'm talking about, the boat ride. Yeah, my wife was like, "You haven't seen that?" I'm like, "No, I've just watched the Tim Burton Johnny Depp one. I've never seen this." So, I'm like, yeah, "It's free. Let <clears throat> It's free. Let's let's watch it." So, um, but that's, it's obviously not going to count. And then we also got Frank and Weenie, the, another Tim Burton thing, but I'm like, Like man, the I'm original really, or
0: the one that he put out not too long ago? Not
1: too long ago. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying desperately, even though these don't count, I'm trying to find movies that kind of fit Halloween that I can watch with my wife. Right. It's, it's like, ah, uh, she doesn't like this stuff at all. So I'm like, well, if I can find a couple that, kind of fit the bill. Right. Um, it'll scratch the itch, I guess. And Those were the three I found. I shouldn't be helping you, but for whatever reason, I am.
0: <laughs> Would you ever watch Hocus Pocus? Yeah, I, I might have actually grabbed the VHS at some point. I keep coming
1: across it. Man, it's not... I mean, even my wife, uh, we're an hour into it, and she's like, this isn't bad. I'm like, I, I know. Like, this is... It's got a couple funny parts and fast-paced... And, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is
0: actually quite attractive in it. Uh, genres. Fantasy, family, horror, comedy.
1: Right there you go. On letterboxed. Okay. Letterboxed, I accept. Because, I mean, like you said, I, there's other movies that we're going to watch that are probably less horror than that. Cause th- th- right in the beginning, I'm like, holy shit, you're, you're killing a kid. I'm like, you're doing it. And then now, now you're getting hung. And I'm like, this is really Satan witchy shit going on here. And your wife is okay with that, <sighs> now, huh? Well, I'm so, it's the Harry Potter of it all. It's the, Seriously, that's what it is. It's the Harry Potter... A very light-hearted... <laughs> <it's> light-hearted sacrifice. <laughs> Might be the title for this week. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you'll, you'll have that, I guess.
1: Yeah, you'll have that every now and then. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Joker yet, or do you
0: want to wait? Um,
1: Man, I wish that you'd watch it so that we could really... Oh, I would really like to watch it, and I fucking tried. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off, and just in the off chance that you might be able to watch it, because I would love to talk about that movie with you, and just... You might not even like it. I don't... I mean, I don't know. It's sitting at number one for me for the year, but I want to see what you think.
0: I would be pretty shocked if I didn't like it. I mean, everybody knows I'm a comic book dork, and I lean DC, and I don't really give a shit if you veer off from the comics i mean it's i i care when it is a storyline that is pre-written but when you go and say that oh it's we're just making some shit up with this character like okay well then what do i care go for it yeah i'll I'll like it or i won't and i'll move on with my life i was having this conversation this week on the internet with some of my other friends we got into this big debate about it's just another one of those damn internet debates just well well, 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 what's uh, uh, what's homage and what's ripoff and what's remake and why? It's just like who, oh, I know what it was. It was actually because of Joker and Martin Scorsese coming out and saying that no. the M- the MCU is not cinema, and that w- that's what started the whole debate. It was like, well, who gives a shit what Martin Scorsese thinks? Yeah, like I, the guy makes great movies, fantastic. He doesn't like the MCU. I do. I don't care what he thinks. It it just doesn't affect me. Yeah, me too. I'm same here. Think whatever you want. I move on with my life, and that's what bled into the remake thing. Make all the remakes you want. I don't give a shit, because I can watch a shitty remake and go, huh, that was shitty, and then I can go watch the original movie and it doesn't bother me, whereas people on the internet, apparently if there's a shitty remake, then the original is ruined. I don't get that mentality at all. Uh, I I agree. What do I know?
1: Yeah, well, this new Joker movie is very divisive. I guess I, whatever, it's great. Cool.
0: I can't wait to watch it. I don't know if or when I'll get to, but <sighs> I will try to get that watched by next episode so that we can talk about it.
1: Okay. And if not, I mean, if, it's trust me, it's burned into my my mind. So it's not like I'm going to forget it. So if it if we go into November and the horrorthon's done, because it's obviously it's not a horror movie, but we can even discuss it in November.
0: It is hard to talk about anything else during Horrorthon. Like even doing the top ten this week. Yeah. We, we talked about it before the show. We got to hustle up because it's yeah. already. Where are we at? We're probably already hour forty. Okay, yep. let's wrap this. Up. <laughs> no,
1: even and here's the thing. Like even Shazam. I watched Shazam and I want to talk about it, but I'm like, I, we we got our horror shit that we got to get through. Yeah. And like, so well, we got Shazam. the top, We got our
0: top ten done. So if we're good for the rest of the month, it was just Horrorthon stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, anything else you want to add for this episode? <laughs> um, I mean, anything else coming soon? For I, I felt oh. like I did some coming soon stuff and you didn't, so. Uh,
0: I mean, I'd like to say that I'm going to watch some of these things, but uh, truth be told, I'm still just burning through this garbage on 2B TV where it's like, it's a werewolf and chick with big tits, and I'm like, eh, maybe it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I'm picking movies right now, <sighs> what's in the background.
1: What was the one that you watched last week, or that yeah, like fucking in the woods or uh, don't fuck in the woods, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go, yeah. I should well, we'll see <laughs>
0: uh and last thought, low bar for that spidery
1: thing I told you about the ants, the low low bar, yeah. just, that's a workout, yeah, that's a treadmill, oh, yeah, jog my way through that movie, <laughs> <laughs> so say we all, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. (laughs) I'll talk to you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.